Real Coach JB, star Netflix show, Last Chance You. You're listening to everybody's favorite coach. All you high school coaches, players alike, listen in. Don't be slaps. Pay attention. Hey, man, you'll get some good content. It's the Real Coach JB. Welcome back to Tri-States Inside the Huddle. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and this is appearing as part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. I am really excited for our next guest to be hopping on here soon via the Nolan Weber Insurance Hotline because he's a Hempstead Mustang, my former alum, and he played one hell of a football game Friday night in the Mustangs' victory over Waterloo West, and it's Quinn Breitbach. Coming off a week where he ran for 183 yards and two touchdowns, junior running back joins the podcast to talk about the Mustangs' 2-0 start, the rivalry game this Friday against Senior, if he's interested in playing college football, and so much more. The thumbnail for this episode goes to Sophie Bitter. Thank you for allowing me to use that great picture of Quinn. You can find her at Sojo Photos on Instagram. And this episode of Tri-States Inside the Huddle, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network, would not be possible if it was not for my great sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance, Assured Partners through Eric D'Souza, Kramer Pest Control, Sam Herrig Agency through State Farm, Extreme Strength and Sports Performance, Lane Madsen State Farm Insurance, The Log Cabin in Galena, The Dog House, J.J. Butcher with Reality One, Harris Golf Carts, The Ultimate Sports Weekend, Bar Raising Fitness, Cummer Masonry, and last and not least, Advance Wellness Center. Before we kick it off to Quinn, I want to ask everybody listening to this a huge favor. We give out player awards every single week. We have so many great athletes. Let's honor them. Football is new to me, even though I've coached for years and I've watched my whole life. Baseball They update their stats on bound every single game. And football's a little difficult because I know it takes time to watch film to make sure we get them accurate. I know it's difficult to find those defensive stats. And talking to some coaches, they don't have to enter their stats in bound Iowa for three weeks after that game. So these player awards can be difficult to give out. So if you're at a game or if you hear of somebody having a great game and you think they should be mentioned for player of the week, rusher of the week, passer of the week, receiver of the week, defensive player of the week, please find me on social media, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Coach Manaman, and send me these names. And if you have the stats, send those my way as well so we can get these great athletes recognized. 
Now, without further ado, we're going to kick it off to Quinn Breitbach from the Hempstead Mustangs. But first, a word from one of our great sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor. of Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Joining us via the Nolan Weber Insurance Hotline, I'm breaking the news to him right now, is last week's Kramer Pest Control Rusher of the Week, Junior from the Hempstead Mustangs, Quinn Breitbach. Quinn, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. How excited are you to find out that you were named Running Back of the Week last week? Well, it's actually such an honor because I know there's a lot of running backs in the area who are doing great things so far this season alongside me. A lot of great running backs, and you also can put yourself to that list as well. Quinn, looking at last season, last season as a Mustang alum, I was not very excited about the football program. Last year, the Mustangs went one and eight in your sophomore campaign. This year, the Mustangs are two and oh, with a win over Cedar Rapids, Washington, 28 to seven and a thriller Friday night against Waterloo West, 35 to 28. What's different this year compared to last year? Well, last season was tough, you know, it was kind of a grind. We played a lot of good teams, and they got the better of us, you know, most nights, as you can see by the record. But this year, I think we came in with just a different attitude. You know, nobody wants to have that 1-8 season again. So, like, last night, for an example, we were down at one point in the game, both of our starting corners, but it's like next man up. I said we have a, we have a great, like, uh, grit to our team we just we just want it so bad this year after what happened and the team has great chemistry like everybody everybody's friends with each other and we just want to go win games for each other this year Quinn I have to tell you Friday night I took my son to his first ever Friday night lights game and he will be three in October and we made it to halftime And he fell asleep on the car ride home. And in just that 10-minute ride home, leaving at halftime, you guys were up 14 points. And then I checked Twitter, and then I got on the the live stream, and it was all tied up. I missed all the fireworks, but we had a great experience. You, on the evening total this year, have 272 yards rushing with three TDs. Let's talk about the offensive line. A running back is only as good as the hog mollies up front. So what can you tell us about the offensive line? Man, those are probably some of the hardest working guys that I've ever seen. Day in, day out at practice, they're always 
just like gas, working working their butts off, and, you know, getting yelled at sometimes, but it's all just because we want to win. Those guys, those guys put the work in for sure, and you can see that on the field with the holes I'm able to run through, and they know all the plays every single time it's called. So it's just great having those guys up front for me. You mentioned the holes that you had to run through. Have you watched the game film from Friday night yet? Yeah, I have. Okay, I'm going to play Monday morning quarterback. You had some huge holes. Were you, you had a great game. Were you a little disappointed in yourself? Because I think there were two or three runs where if you would have just cut left off tackle, I think you would have broke them. Did you see that in the film at all? Yeah, I I know I had uh, a decent game, but I did know that there was much more room for improvement, and I could probably surpass that in these upcoming games. I think a couple times, even I hit the hole. I know you said I, you know, a couple times I missed the hole. I saw those, but I got tripped up, and I just I had so much room. If I could just maintain my feet, and then, like you said, see a little bit more of the field, we could definitely put up some bigger numbers there. And, that would make the game a lot easier for the team in general. You did have a heck of a game. And it's easy for me to say that, not wearing a helmet, having half my vision, and then also being in the last row of the 50-yard line. Now, you had touchdown runs Friday night of 28 and 51 yards. Now, I work with your mom, so I can joke about this. But where do you get your speed from, your mom or your dad? Uh, I'd say it's a little, a little bit of both. My, my mom, she sprinted and she used to play soccer, so I say definitely some speed from there. My dad played basketball and volleyball. I'd say I get some quickness from there, those you know, on the courts. But overall, I feel like just uh, the Braybrook family has had a lot of good athletes. My great grandpa played running back at Loris, so. That's great to hear. It's it's really hard. I've, I've known your mom for quite some time, and, and she's such a sweetheart. I can't see her playing sports because she's so nice. Does she have a competitive edge to her? Yeah, she's actually, whenever I come home from practice, she always wants to scoop. She wants to know what's going on with everybody. So, yeah, she does have that uh, competitive edge to her. Now, in all seriousness, we're talking about your speed, who you got it from, your competitive edge, that sort of thing. How do you train leading up to the offseason? Because we know as a running back, especially in high school, you're going to get a lot of touches. You're going to get beat up, but also you have to be fast. You have to be quick. You have to be tough. And how does your training change during the season so what are some of the things that you do leading up to the season and then what do you do during the season to stay in tip-top shape and and to keep your body fresh well season ends and then take a week off kind of get your body right and then you're just right back at it lifting four days a week making sure you get all the right nutrients and then by the time track season rolls around you know i was doing that so i could be faster sprinting have a little more endurance to me and then also i've been uh training with ty bausch over at barzine fitness with a couple of friends so that helps you with the explosiveness acceleration all that kind of stuff it's just kind of a combination of that plus the uh the summer work that we do lifting down on the field every day 
just kind of all comes together to help you perform on the field. I'm glad you mentioned Bar Raising Fitness because they are a sponsor of Tri-States Inside the Huddle, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. Now, I am not going to come across as a phony and say I was a great football player and I'm all over the record books because I never played football. I wanted to play football in high school, but my dad wouldn't allow me because I traveled all over the country playing travel baseball. And if I got hurt, perfect game would not refund our money. And I chose baseball over football, but I did spend some time as a play caller on the sidelines, calling some offensive plays. When you line up as a running back, do you know when you line up and you see the defense, if the play is going to hit, or do you have an idea? So you, you kind of have an idea of how it's going to hit. Cause you know what the scheme is and like which person, which, which lineman's going where, how things should turn out. But obviously it's football and, you know, post snap, it's a completely different game. So, you know, you know, the perfect scenario, but you also know that you got to make a play once that ball moves. Now, is it difficult to control your emotions? So let's say we call a sweep left and you see that they are overloaded on the right and you send somebody in motion and then it clears out the left side and you know that you just need the tight end or the guard or the tackle on the left side just to hold that block long enough and you're gone. Is it difficult to control your emotions knowing that it's it's going to hit if uh, you get a couple key blocks? Uh, I actually find it pretty easy to stay kind of calm and in check. Uh, a good example was week one, that first rushing touchdown that I got. We had a sweep call to the right, and they walked up two linebackers to the middle, and it's like, wow, there's going to be you know no one out on the edge. But you still know that you got to – you got to get in the end zone before the play is over. So, you know, you can get excited afterwards. There's really not time for that before the play starts. What's your, what's your favorite call? What's your favorite play in the Mustang playbook? Uh, I think I know what it would be, but I don't know if I'd really want to say it. You know, a lot of people from the area listening. Let's Let's not give that away. I know my favorite call was I loved I loved the thirty three dive. It I, I would call that play like eighty percent of the time, and we would always load up that side with our best offensive line. But yeah, let's not give anything away because this episode is coming out before the Nolan Weber Insurance Game of the Week, which if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, we are going to be running polls. Pick the winner, guess the score. We'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Also, you can follow me on Twitter or X at Coach Manaman. Looking at some of the ball carriers that have played football, whether it be professional, past, or present, who would you say your game is most like? I was trying to think of this last night when I was watching you, and I really couldn't pinpoint a name. I don't know if I've given much thought to that, but I've had a couple people tell me I look like uh, Le'Veon Bell. I know I wear the 
same number. I'm a Steelers fan. You know, just being patient as a runner, waiting for the, the holes to hit, see the field a little bit. I can see that. Did your mom tell you I'm a Michigan State Spartan fan and that's where Le'Veon Bell went? She did not tell me that, no. Here's what I was thinking. I can see the Le'Veon Bell comparison, but this is something that I picked up on is a little bit of Ladanian Tomlinson. Have you ever heard of him before? Yeah. And the only reason why I was thinking of Ladanian Tomlinson is when you carry the ball, you carry it in your left arm, right? Um, it usually depends on what side I'm on, but I guess I would have it in my left sometimes, yeah. That That's good football, because if you're running to the right, you definitely don't want to have it in your left. But I'm curious here, are you wanting to play football, Quinn, at the next level? Is college football something you're interested in, or are you going to give it all you got in high school, and then once high school's over, you're going to go off to college or the military or make a career in the workforce. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'd love to play uh, football in college. I mean, with, with this sport, you only get so many years. It's not really like intramural leagues or, you know, that kind of thing. Like you came for baseball or basketball, you can just run like a pickup game. It's really got to be organized. So you got to, you know, take advantage of, all the years that you can because once once it's over it's pretty much over sell yourself to any college coaches or any recruiters that are listening to this if they're recruiting quinn breitbach what type of guy are they going to get and what type of player are they going to get they're going to get a guy who's just invested in the program i mean after last year i was a sophomore i didn't really give myself a voice to the team or the coaches but I feel like this year I've taken a step up. I had meetings with the coaches to kind of discuss or change how maybe we run some things. And then I've, I've showed up every day. Usually one of the first ones there, you know, last one's gone. Just always giving it my all to the team. Just really invested in the whole program. Did you set some goals for yourself coming into the season? I'd say... Winning as many games as possible is always the number one, but I really wanted to I really wanted to help the team win. I feel like last year I came in mostly because of injury and I was just kinda like a stand in guy. I don't think I really performed to my best. So this year I wanna go out there and like put up some numbers that really helps propel the team to win. And last year was a good year for you, the Mustangs leading rusher as a sophomore. And that's such a big jump. I know in baseball and basketball, guys can make that jump pretty easy. But in football, sometimes you're not sure if if people's bodies are ready for that jump. How excited are you for Friday night, the Nolan Weber insurance game of the week facing off against the senior Rams? Oh, man. I mean, this is just one that every year you kind of circle on the calendar. This is the, the rivalry week, the senior game at home. A lot, of, a lot of people are there. Stands are packed. And you got friends from the other school, you know, close community. You know a lot of guys. So this is always a fun one to, to play. 
It's interesting too, because you have a lot of alumni from both schools that will fill the stands as well. I'm hoping my son Alex can make it past halftime because whenever we leave, all the fireworks happen. Quinn, last question before we end this podcast is how far can this Mustang team go and how do the Stangs make that happen? You know, I think we've got a lot of talent on our roster and it's really just, I think we can go as far as we allow ourselves to. We just got to be, we got to be tough. We got to make sure every week we're locked in at practice doing the things that we have to. I think we can go as far as we allow ourselves to. Quinn, thanks for joining me on Tri-States Inside the Huddle. Best of luck to you Friday night and to the Mustangs the rest of the season. And listeners, remember, be a winner, not a whiner. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, Tri-States in the Huddle. Don't forget to find us on social media. Give a like and follow on Instagram and Facebook at Dubuque Area Sports Podcast and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like and give a five-star review. And remember, you don't score until you score until you score. That's right, baby!